I want to do my part by helping people, by helping wake up people, by emphasizing truth and facts and proper discernment rather than just make a political void one way or the other. That's not going to get any of us anywhere. If we're involved in just the right political decision, then we're centered on ourselves. But if we're going to make a decision regardless of our political affiliation and willing to do that and stand up for what is right, then that shows that we're doing it for other people. Hello everyone, this is Dan Boone here with Let's Talk About It Tomorrow. So glad that you're uh, with us today. Uh, it's going to be, a, I think, a, an enlightening thing. I'm going to say some things you've probably already heard some people say, but I promise you I'll say some things that you ain't heard nobody say yet. We're going to go in every one of our podcasts with a biblical perspective, but we're going to do it that it's active to our lives today. Without practical application of the Bible, then what good is it in our lives today? Well, God knew everything that was going to ever happen on this planet and ever will happen, uh, in not just this planet, but the whole universe. And he has made a plan for us through his word. It's called the Bible. And when we look in the Bible, we read things, we know that it proves itself and all that it affirms. It's more current than any news media that you can possibly pull up on your smartphone. Okay? So God has some things that he wants to get across to us that are already written down that we just need to activate them in lieu of what the Bible says in a multitude of witnesses. And then in our lives today, how do we apply it? How do we live through and do the things that God has planned for us? Because his plans always work. You know, I don't want to pray that my plan works. I want to use his plan that's already has his anointing and his power, his uh, revelation already on it. Today we're going to talk about energy. Energy is the thing that makes the world go round, if you didn't know that. Energy is something that every life has so many facets that go back to the brute uh, profitability of energy. You know, yes, the gas pumps, yes, uh, our electricity, yes, all the things that you think about that move things, but also, <laughs> how do you get your food? Uh, unless you live on a farm or ranch or have a huge garden and cows and sheep and all kinds of other things in there too, you probably buy stuff at a grocery store. And last time I checked, uh, birds don't fly that food in, it comes in on a truck. And it may be trucked, it may be, some of it may be on rail, all kinds of different ways. And some of it may come a, in from a few miles away and some of it may be 1,000, 1,500 miles away or maybe on the other side of the earth. So we have to look at the, the, the uh, depth of what energy supplies us with in our lives. We, we talk about oil and petroleum. Yeah, very important. It, goes in your gas tank, it heats your home, cools your home. But 25% you know, of petroleum uh, makes things like fertilizer, plastics, all kinds of things, polyester clothes. There's so many things that go back to the uh, production of petroleum. And we have this wonderful supply available. It's beyond our imagination, more than Saudi Arabia does. Anwar in uh, Alaska, can supply this country's needs by itself for years and years and years and years. And we don't even want to use it. Why do we want to use it? Because we want to keep it clean. Well, 
what makes sense to you that we go to a place in northern Alaska that's not really used for anything else and we can go in there and we can extract oil about six, seven months out of the year. And it would be a tremendous boost to our supply system. And you say, well, we don't want to you know, mess with the seals. The seals aren't going to bother yet because they don't really live there. They live in other areas. And here's something that I want to hear more people talk about. When we drill, we drill clean these days. We don't mess things up. So why, if we really are environmentally friendly and we're active and we demand cleaner everything, would it make more sense for us to control the drilling operation and do it clean that we know for sure, rather than letting a country like Russia or a country like Venezuela or a country like Iran drill? They're not gonna be clean. You can see that in Alaska on their shore. It's not because of their oil drilling, it's dirty. It's because of the Russian oil that comes across the, the, the sea there. It, it's like, come on people, let's wake up, let's think about it. I wanna say that I am not getting political. I am staying from a biblical perspective because the Bible says in 3 John 2, beloved, I would above all, all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. God wants us to prosper. The Strong's Concordance defines that Greek word that was what the New, the New Testament was originally written in that's translated prosper as to prosper as in business. He wants you to be able to have prosperity in your life and to be in health. So let's do that and do our part in it. If I don't do my part in it, how can I expect God just to come in and take over the whole thing? I want to do my part by helping people, by helping wake up people, by emphasizing truth and facts and proper discernment rather than just make a political void one way or the other. That's not going to get any of us anywhere. If we're involved in just the right political decision, then we're centered on ourselves. But if we're going to make a decision regardless of our political affiliation and willing to do that and stand up for what is right, then that shows that we're doing it for other people. I have an old saying, one line, I don't know if I copied it from somebody or maybe the Lord gave it to me or maybe I saw it on a bathroom wall, I'm not sure. <laughs> but the right thing to do is the right thing to do. And that goes a long ways in our lives. And I try to use that as one of my little filters that I look at things. If it's the right thing to do, then yeah, it's the right thing to do. I need to be doing that. As an individual, God wants us to prosper. As an individual. As a family unit, God wants us to prosper. As a church, if you're uh, involved with a church or another organization maybe, He wants that organization, that church to prosper. He wants us to prosper as a nation. Americans, the most uh, prosperous country there is ever. We've given more. We've sent more missionaries. We've sent more food. We've sent more clothing. We've sent more money. We are involved in this whole world helping them like nobody else. We only have been able to do that because God has prospered us. South America was founded by people seeking gold. North America was founded by people seeking God. And when we seek God, we'll get the gold, praise God. That's the way it works. There's things that we can do, some very simple, obvious, with already proven things that we can do 
to help affect a change in the lives of our own selves and our own groups and organizations, communities, and certainly America. Like I said last week on another podcast, some people in Washington just need to understand some things. I don't know if they've got anybody in Washington, D.C. right now that really understands basic economics. I took a lot of economics in college and I, did, I learned very little, but when I got into business as a young guy, I learned an awfully lot about economy and how things work and how important that a person's mindset is to the prosperity of the economy. In other words, kind of like what Henry Ford said about something. He said, if you think it's good, it is, and if you think it's bad, it is. <laughs> you know, if, whether you think it's good or bad, it is because that's where we're coming from. So if we think the economy is bad, guess what? If we think it's good, <laughs> all right. And we can think it's good when we know we have competent people making wise decisions. And history-wise, one of my mentors says, says the only thing we learn from history is that we don't learn from history. You know, we've had this situation happen very similar to it in the 70s. And, you know, we had to make a change in Washington to get things going correctly, to get people out of their uh, head in the sand, so to speak, and get their thinking to come across like it should be. Let's all go back to work and do what we're supposed to use our God-given talents to do. Okay, first place, some of the things we do is just actually dumb. <laughs> Energy-wise, we're doing some dumb things. The new mandate out of Washington is you oil companies put out more oil or we'll use our emergency powers. Oh my gosh. That's like... That, that, we have so much red tape, red jargon, all these different processes to go through to get a drop of oil out of the ground into the gas pump. It's unbelievable. I can't go into that. I don't have enough time. And I'm not an expert at it, but I've heard enough people who are experts that know the, the process it goes through. Hey, let's take a break. Pastor Dan here just wanted to talk to you and uh, make something clear to those of you that have asked about this. Uh, we do use our podcast to be able to talk about certain things that we don't talk about in the pulpit on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday nights in our training classes. Uh, we talk about uh, the cultural things that are going on on the podcast and the things that are applicable to them. On Sunday mornings, we are very strong Bible-based and we teach uh, spiritual truths that you can take and check out yourself if you want to the next week and make sure you agree with it. But the point is that you can grow spiritually. When you grow spiritually, you grow spirit, soul, and body. And that's what we want you to be able to do. We don't do a mamby-pamby, just happy-clappy, uh, type message and pump you full of hot air for a couple of days. We fill you with the Word of God by the Spirit of God so that you can be all that God made for you. Let's get back to the message right now and I hope to see you soon. Okay, coming back from the break, one thing that they have to do at all companies in order to be able to drill is to run, seismo run seismographic test and the federal government will not allow them to run those tests. So how in the blank are they going to be able to drill for oil if they can't find out where the oil is exactly in that area? Come on, we have so many things overlapping each other that nobody knows what's going on. We've got to remove all of those burdensome uh, executive orders, executive memos, and those kind of actions. Take them out of the picture so we can actually get something done and trust the people that can do their job to do their job. That's what it's all about. So 
that's just one silly thing. It's difficult for people to pay for something that they know they shouldn't have to pay for. <coughs> Everybody wants clean water, clean air. <laughs> we want clean dirt. Uh, we do it better than Russia. We do it better than Venezuela. We do it better than the Saudis do. Government controls are trying to kill the industry so that we can go to renewable energy only. Hey, if we're going to renewable, renewable energy, that's okay, no problem. But let's make sure that we do a transition that's not raping the country and the pocketbooks of the citizens that belong here and are working their tails off to be able to get somewhere in life. That's just the way that I look at it, and that's, that's too rough for you. I'm sorry about that, but it's disgusting to me to see especially young families and the elderly people have to pay the atrocious prices at the gas pump that we're not ready to be able to go on this renewable energy deal 100% yet anyway. So they're trying to force it down our throats. That's not the way you make a positive change. That's the way that you mess up people's lives. The financial security of this company, country is at risk. Uh, the balance of trade, we've done some things the last few years by the previous administration to get the balance of trade closer, but now we just don't care what it is. We don't care where we're importing, what we're paying for imports, or who's importing anything. We just go ahead and build China up and make them strong financially like we've, we've done for many years in the past. The strength of the dollar, it's, it's only uh, as strong as it is because the rest of the countries are having issues too. So we need a strong dollar. That again, that helps us with the things that we purchase and sell abroad. Does anyone in DC understand free trade? Do they really understand it? You know, we've got a, a woman that's in Washington, D.C., and she's a bartender. It looks like she would, was a bartender. I'm sorry, not anymore. She's now a United States representative, and she's about running the whole house real close to it. I would think that she would have maybe some economic understanding since she, you know, a bartender background, because bartenders, you know, are, are busy people, and they work hard, and they talk to a lot of people, so maybe she's got some answers. But no, she's a socialist. She thinks that we all should, uh, you know, just kind of chill out, and, and uh, everything's paid for. Nobody has to worry about anything. You know, whatever you need, just push a button. It's there for you. Yeah, they would like to make heaven because they don't want to go to heaven the way that God's called us to go to heaven. That's through His Son, Jesus Christ. Yes, I said it. Okay, what else do I have here on my list? We need availability of products, especially in times of emergencies. We don't need China to make all of our pharmaceuticals. We don't need to have our national supply of petroleum that is depleted because we've been trying to put a million barrels a day out of it into the system to drive the prices down. If the federal government would get out of the picture on that, we can get the prices driven down pretty fast. But the longer we go on with it like it is right now, the longer it's going to take to recover from it. That's a plain fact. Yes, I said it. Again, it gets back to security for this country. We have the availability to do things far more than we can think or imagine, far more than we're doing. And, and the Trump administration gave us a taste of that. 
and then we've taken all that back that was done and then screwed it up again because now we're back to the same point we were. We're trying to rely on other countries to give us oil so we can have enough to run our cars, trucks, and build our uh, plastic uh, uh, products with and those sorts of things. Isn't that silly when we have the world's richest oil supply of any country? Oh my goodness. And we make the transition to renewable energy as it's allowable, as we have the, the knowledge to be able to do it, as we have the ability to do it, be able to do it, as we have the rare earth mineral availability to be able to build the big batteries to run on all electric vehicles in volume. There's just a lot of things that have to be dealt with and it's not Puff the Magic Dragon that's kind of bringing it back. Oh, did I bring that old song up? Puff the Magic Dragon, you know what that was about? Yeah, the, yeah that's smoking grass, okay. Moving right along, I just added that one in there, no charge. want you to know that for sure. Uh, in times of inflation, another thing happens, and this is just human knowledge. If it's, it's a human um, trait, and it's not a good one. <laughs> but you think about it, when all the prices are going up with all kinds of stuff, and in, if you're in business, eh, you know, my cost goes up, I'm going to have to put a little extra in there for profit. And I'm going to have to, well, you know, if I got a dollar more for it last week, I can probably get another dollar for it this week. See, it brings out the worst in the free enterprise system because it's no longer free anyway. It's running out of control, so the government's trying to do something to control it. And then we get the picture of, yeah, well, it's more money. And we go to the store and say, well, you know, I had to pay more for it last time, so I'll pay more for it today. And then you do have some fluff in it. And I don't hear people talking about that, but that's just because I understand what people think and what they do. <laughs> you know, I studied, I've made a lifetime of it. In case you didn't know this, I'm over 50 years old, so uh, we'll leave it at that. We love you, we care about you, we wanna help build your life in any way that uh, we can be of assistance to you. Church of Tomorrow is here in Oklahoma City at 6800 North Bryant. And your GPS will wanna know the zip code, it's 73. 121 6800 North Bryant 73121. If you're visiting Oklahoma City area, we'd love for you to come check us out. Uh, or maybe you want to drive here 50, 100 miles away. You know, I think it would be worth your while to even try that in a time or two. Then we'll see if you want to move or not. <laughs> we'll leave that between you and the Lord, of course. But if we can be assistant uh, any way from you um, that we can. You know, I did that last week. I cannot believe that I did it again this week. But I did. So anybody want to make fun? Go ahead and throw the bag of rotten tomatoes at me. I'll win it this week. We'll be with you until next week. And when we let's talk about it tomorrow. See you then. Bye-bye.